It's hard to accept somebody else as our boss, you know, especially if you don't have a very good boss or you've had a bad boss in the past, someone who made work harder, less efficient, didn't care for the employees much. This is not me sharing personally, okay? The parish priest here is a good priest, you know? Okay, don't tell Dan that the young priest was complaining about him. Not true. Don't. <laughs> He's a good boss. Now, maybe sometimes in life, unfortunately, though, we get bad boss, you know? We, we might have someone who, who makes it difficult. And in those times, of course, we can immediately think, oh, if I was boss, you know, I'd just do it so much better. <laughs> you know, if only I was boss, this whole place would run better. Everyone's lives would be easier. It's hard to accept the lead of someone else who we don't trust or who's not a very good leader. It, I bring this up because noticing the human tendency towards being led is important because as Christians, we don't have the last say. We believe that we have a shepherd, as it says in the gospel, that someone else is leading us. Jesus, the true king of the universe. And being Christian involves putting him first, putting his word first. See, the Magi, uh, after seeing the star, the sign, very important sign, they were filled with hope and they went towards King Herod, and they went to this ruler of a time when they said, where is he? Where's, where's the new king of Jerusalem? Where's the new king of the Jews? And what do you think Herod said? You know, <laughs> whoa, I'm the king, you know? Tell me where he is so I can go and, and worship him, pay him homage. Obviously, it kind of implies that, you know, he didn't really want to do that. But he sent them back and he's there, you know, his, his leadership is threatened. He wasn't about to accept this new king because he was king of course when the the wise men they, they saw Jesus they were overcome by joy when the star rested upon the spot and they were so filled with joy they gave him gifts and worshipped him they fell at his feet a great sign of respect you are the shepherd you are the king what were the words that Herod wanted to prove was he, he wasn't sure, you know, he wasn't sure about all this. So he got, he got experts in, the, in, the, in the, the scriptures and he said, is this true? Is it Bethlehem? And the old prophecies they read to him, yes. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you will come a leader who will shepherd my people Israel. That's actually what we're celebrating today. What these wise men bowed down before what they went so far to find was a new leader, was a shepherd. As a Christian, we are someone who follows the shepherd, someone who follows the rule of another. And see, our shepherd came so close to us. He wasn't just out there in the clouds, um, big word, transcendent, beyond all the universe, you know, just somewhere out there, but not really um, in contact with us. As Catholics, we use the word incarnate, incarnation. See, if there's any Spanish or it's Italian speakers here, you know, or, or those who might speak the old language Latin, the word carne, flesh, incarnation, enfleshed, one of us. The king of the universe became enfleshed. He became so close to us. We could see his face. People saw his face. People heard his words. And then a lot of it's recorded in the Bible. And us now, we come to Mass, we worship the Lord, 
and then the priest says the words of consecration, and then we have the blessed sacrament. We have God literally entering into us, the life of Jesus, truly present in the blessed sacraments, coming so close to us, truly, really present, coming to us. See, our shepherd comes close, so close that we can have a relation to him. We can actually be led by him in our lives. This is something we should rejoice at. Because as it says in Psalm 23, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Isn't that a funny line? Your rod and staff, they comfort me. How countercultural is that? You know, people um, who haven't heard the gospel before, what would they think when they said, you know, you're, you're, you're God's rod and staff, <laughs> something that the shepherd uses to grab, um, grab the sheep and pull them back in line or stop them and, you know, move them along, a source of comfort. <laughs> His rule is a great source of, of our, our comfort as Christians. That's what we want. That's what, we, that's what we're hoping for. The Lord would lead us. This type of relationship involves trust, that this shepherd has the best thing in order for us. See, we can trust his will if we believe that it's best. If we believe that God's will is the best thing for our lives, being led by him is welcome in our hearts, isn't it? If we don't trust, it's hard to follow. It's hard to find comfort in his staff. See, he won't show you down the wrong path. In John 10, it says this, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Here's the promise. If we make him shepherd, hear his voice, we'll hear his voice. We'll actually be able to be led by him in a tangible way. Actually be able to hear his voice and follow him. And we'll never be separate from him. That's the promise we all have. And this is what promised all us Christians. And also says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. This shepherd is completely worthy of our trust. This one, Jesus, when he grew up, he laid his life down for all of us. That not even our sin, our disobedience, nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's the gospel message. That for all eternity, nothing can take us away from our shepherd. Are we open to having Jesus shepherd us this year? Are we open to being like the Magi? See, when they found Jesus, they bowed down and they went home another way. Now, obviously, going home another way, maybe they were escaping um, Herod, maybe they were doing something for safety. But in the Bible, going a different path is very symbolic. It means they were changed. They were transformed. See, once we encounter the shepherd, sometimes we're led down a different path. Sometimes we're transformed and we're led in a different way. But that's okay because we trust him. Because we know the path that he takes us on is best. Now, here's the point. How do we 
know that we're following the right path? How do we know his voice? How do we receive what's promised to us? Know the will of God for our lives? It's the question that we get asked constantly. Um, you know, and it's a question that, of course, all of us have to answer. How am I knowing I'm going to hear God's voice and be shepherded by him? The first point and the point I'll give you today, the most important thing is to come close to him. You can't hear his voice if you're running away. <laughs> well, you could probably shout. But the closer we go to him, the more we lean into him, the more opportunity we give him to speak, the more we'll hear his voice. That's the promise. For you personally, that could look completely different to the person on your left. See, the person on your left or right could hear God completely different to you. The question is, what can you do this year to come closer to the shepherd? Does that mean you're going to do the Bible in the Year app? Some of you do the Bible in the Year app and said it's really helpful by Father Mike Smith. Does that mean you're going to come to Mass more regularly or when the Adoration Chapel, you're going to drop in one hour? Does that mean you're going to um, read the Bible in the morning? Just one verse. I don't know. It's up to you. It's good to discern those things now at the start of the year. When we look at our year ahead, how can we come close to the shepherd so that we can hear his voice and be led by him? Because that's what matters. That's what's promised to us. A better path and a, and a shepherd who will never let us leave him. He will protect us. And nothing can separate us from his love. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.